Hey, how are you? Hey, Sheila, it's Brett. Hi, how are you, Mr. Brett? Doing well, and uh, I just wanted a chance to speak with you more on what you were going over when we last spoke about uh, Rhonda, as well as some recent updates you've heard about the case as well. So I know you first wanted to speak on Rhonda and her kids in particular. Did you want to jump into your version of events? Yeah, when I listened to the last podcast, I got real upset. I mean, if you didn't know Rhonda, you ain't got no right saying anything. And the last time I saw Rhonda, as I've told you before in my interviews, was on April the 3rd. And she had went and took out court papers trying to get visitation to see her kids. She had court on April the 17th, and she was found on the 18th. She missed court because she was already dead. But if you would have saw how she was jumping up and down like a youngin, she was so happy to finally get a court date to see her children. And anybody that's that excited just about getting to see them, they can't nobody tell me that she didn't want her kids back. Any, any Anybody who really knew Rhonda knew she had struggled with addiction, but also knew she had been in a custody battle for years about her children. And uh, Rhonda did want her kids back, and I didn't know Megan, so I can't say I know she wanted them back, but from what I'm being told about her, and the way she cared enough to place her daughter with her mother because she knew she'd be better took care of tells me she loved her daughter. We can't, none of us, assume anything about those victims unless we knew them personally. So I'm just going to speak for Rhonda. I know Rhonda did want her children back. And... I don't appreciate nobody telling tell nobody lies on my child who's dead and cannot speak for herself. Definitely understandable. And I know I wanted to give you the platform to be able to say that, especially after our last conversation. And moving forward, I know you mentioned some people in the community that didn't necessarily want to go to law enforcement have been contacting you about potentially the the woman whose name starts with an S being involved in the cases still, or maybe some other updates I haven't heard of yet. What are you comfortable speaking on as far as that goes? Well, the information in the last podcast was pretty much stuff that I've heard, which the only difference that, that one in your podcast I lost my mom on June the 4th, and on June the 6th was the day of her funeral. Mm -hmm. And that morning when I got up, I got a text from a girl or a call, I'm Scott, that um, says, Miss Sheila, I've got some information, and I am about to call you from, from a different phone number. Please answer when I call. And... I'm like, now, I know everybody on Facebook knows I just lost my mom. Why is this girl waiting till 
this morning to call me with something about Rhonda's murder. Mm-hmm. Well, she called me from a private number, and she says she was actually there when it happened. She told me that these same people that we've named before that was mentioned in your last podcast, she said she was there at the house and they first killed Christian and then they turned around and started beating Rhonda and they killed Rhonda. And I'm assuming they done both bodies the same way, but now I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say they did because she stated they put Rhonda in a grocery cart and rolled her down the railroad track and put her in the trash can. This would have been a third um, woman there with Kristen and Rhonda that saw this happen? Yeah, yeah. But I've actually met a couple people in town, and they pretty much gave me just about the same information, but they scared to talk. I had somebody tell me a girl contacted them because she she didn't know how to get up with me because my friend had posted the reward flyer on her page and I contacted the girl and the girl was almost willing to talk but she said that Lumberton Police would have to move her and her kids away from here because she knew this girl who killed Ron and Christian would kill her too, you know? So, so people like, are people are that afraid of that woman and the people that do her bidding. Exactly. And I don't say her name. I don't know nothing about that girl except what people stole me. But from what people tell me, she's mean. She hurts them girls over there in that area and, you know, beats on them and stuff. Yeah, we heard in our last interview about this torture room people in the community claim she has. Yeah, I've heard about that. But until somebody comes forward, these here cases will never get solved. And we had done a march last Saturday in Fairmont, North Carolina for the victims in Robinson County. My group shattered the silence. We marched for all the missing and murdered in Robinson County. Mm-hmm. And I had made a desperate plea on the news. And I'm hoping you will let me say it on here. Yeah, of course. We will... I talk with Miss Nancy Bennett a lot about Christian, you know. Mm-hmm. She's supporting me with my group and my fight. And we are pleading with the FBI to please up, up, up the reward. And we are like, that's our only hope that maybe if the FBI would step up and up the reward, maybe somebody might would would get a little scare out of them and come forward because people know what's happened, Mr. Britt, and people are just scared for their life. I mean, and I would say, well, if 
it was their child and I knew something, I would talk. But I'm not that other mother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm Rhonda's mother. Mm-hmm. And I don't know these people that killed these girls, so I don't understand how scared they all are or, or you know, why they won't just call anonymous and give information. I had one guy contact me on Facebook, and now this boy told me he had contacted Lumberton Police Department, and he said this boy, who supposedly is involved, his name was also brought up in your last podcast, said he went to his house partying one night with him and his wife, and when the boy got drunk, he started crying talking about he wished he had not helped kill Christian and Rhonda. And this boy said he told Lumberton Police he would testify to it, and Lumberton Police will not listen to him. Now, that's interesting. Now, I wonder if they're not listening to him for the same reasons we've heard recently, being that through a lie detector test or polygraph and fact checking, they no longer think it was this woman and the man you just mentioned at the party and perhaps a couple other men, they think that theory is debunked now. So it sounds like people in the community still truly believe uh, more than just a rumor that it was this group of people. Is that, is that correct? And I mean, this girl, she's no longer living over there in that area either. I found this out about three weeks ago. She's actually living at a motel here in Lumberton. And this, when you say this woman, you mean the one responsible, in theory, for yeah, Kristen and yeah, Rhonda's Yeah. Death? The ringleader, I guess, we'll call her that, you know, the ringleader. But this here all goes back. If um, you remember, I told you about a month after Ronnie Christian got killed, I had called a certain detective, I ain't going to say his name, mm-hmm. just to ask him was there any new leads or any suspects, any new information, you know. He told me plainly, he, he, he said, listen, Miss Bryce, I heard that Ron and Christian sold some dope from this girl, so that's just what happens. And I got mad, as you know what, and I broke saying, so you mean my child died for stealing a little bit of dope from her? He said, no, ma'am, your child died for, for stealing a lot of dope from her. But I meant Mr. Britt... <laughs> I didn't know this girl nothing, but if somebody would come and told me this happened, I would have paid the girl for it. I would have. It makes no sense to take somebody's life for stealing something that's illegal anyway. So you truly believe it was her? Well, I meant uh, the... um, Detective told me that at his house. I mean, it was like he cared more about her than the victims, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I, I just, I don't understand the law enforcement here because of my group and me speaking with the families in my group and hearing how the justice system here has failed them. The criminal has more rights in court than, than a victim do in this county. And it's sad. I mean, it's not fair. So has law enforcement just, given you any indication of new leads, be it about this woman we've talked about or otherwise? This episode is brought to you in part by the lovely folks at Care Of. As the seasons change, it's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. Fall back into a healthy routine with Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. All of Care Of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Get a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs. Care Of's super easy and in-depth five-minute online quiz asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. I took the quiz myself, actually. I was honestly pleasantly surprised with the overall process from start to finish. Being on the go constantly, keeping up my immunity and hydration is super important. The quick sticks are my go-to and they're so good. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code darkwater50. That's for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code darkwater50. A law enforcement ain't even spoke to us in over six to nine months. Mm-hmm. I see. Not even once. In fact, I had saw one of the, te- the detectives on Ronald's case at Walmart. I think it was around June when the virus had everybody, you know, going a certain way in Walmart and, you know, Mm-hmm. And when I saw her, I stopped and asked her, you know, about Rhonda's case. She says, well, we've got somebody that, that we going to question again, but he's incarcerated somewhere else. And I said, stop. Detective, I said, these are the only names that's being mentioned since day one. I've heard these names a hundred times. Half of Robinson County knows who done it. Everybody knows but y'all. And I walked away. And we've heard that man has been questioned multiple times before as well. So that suggests maybe they're still speaking with him. And I know we received a mysterious email about that same man too, uh, whose name starts with an O that we've talked about. So... So you think they're still talking to him, perhaps still looking into the idea he worked with this woman to go after Rhonda and Kristen? Uh, now, that part is the only part that sort of gave me a little bit of hope that makes me think maybe they ain't completely gave up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this here man stays locked up more than he stays, you know, free. And... 
I don't don't know where he's incarcerated or nothing. In fact, I haven't even called her back because she stated to me because of the virus, a day are limited on certain visitations at certain places and, you know, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other with this virus. And So there was little contact in at least nine months on your end, and now you think the pandemic possibly is limiting the investigation as well, whatever was happening prior. Yeah. Well, see, Mr. Britt, the first couple of years after the murders, me and my daughter, Sherwin, if we didn't call every week, we went to the police department. Mm-hmm. In fact, Detective Whitney told us he had never seen a family fight, fight like Rhonda's had. We would go, we would call, we would see him somewhere and stop him in a store, you know, asking him questions. And then for us to find out 21 months later, Daily, all three of them girls is raped and DNA kits sit on shelf for 21 months. And then all, all them times I called and went up there, we're working on it. We're trying. We're trying. How are you trying to solve a triple murder case when you ain't sent all the evidence off? Mm-hmm. That shows you how corrupt this county is. And how much the law enforcement will lie. Yeah. And uh, speaking of evidence, do you know of any updates with the fingernail clippings? I know that's the the one piece the of evidence. The last time I spoke with Detective Whitney, which is, like I said, it's been six or nine months, because I feel like I, I, I'm wasting my time with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he said it's a process. It's a process. Now, what gets me with that, if y'all can solve certain murders in this county in 30 days and have all the evidence back, why, why has it been over three and a half years and you haven't even got one of their nail clipping results back? And Brett, you can tell me what you want to. I have a group of 5,700 members called Charity of Silence. And there ain't no way that nobody in this whole county, state, or country believes that medical examiner couldn't have found something on at least one of those bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, there ain't no way. There is too much technology. Anybody who watches forensic files and stuff like that on TV... There ain't no way the all three deaths come back undetermined. In fact, the um, day we all got the Tyler College reports the same day, it took us 16 and a half months waiting. Miss Nancy texted me that morning. She was like, Sheila Christians reports back. And right then, a email popped up on my phone. And me, I'm like, oh, my God, so is Rhonda's. Uh, let me read it and, and text you back. And me, trying to rush for church that morning, just kind of glanced, you know, the main parts. I'm like, 
undetermined cause of death, I said, sure one. It says only so. I quickly messaged Miss Nancy back. I'm like, what was the cause of Christian's death, Miss Nancy? She said, undetermined. I'm like, hold on. So I contacted a family member of Megan's. I ain't going to say her name neither. But I'm like, have y'all got Megan's report back? Yeah, it just came in this morning. I'm like, baby, tell me what was her cause of death? Undetermined. So I'm like, oh, no, no, no. So I quickly text Miss Benny back. I said, listen, I have to get to church. I said, as soon as I get back from church, we got to talk. And that's when we knew something wasn't right for it. I mean, if just one of them would have come back with something else, you know, I'd have, I'd have like maybe believed it, but when all three deaths come back undetermined, and then when I found out the law enforcement told the medical examiner to throw away the blanket that Christian was wrapped up in, which probably had hairs or fibers on it to solve this case. I mean, what, what, what other law enforcement would have ever told a medical examiner to throw away evidence? Yeah, that's a great question. I believe, and now this is just how I feel. I've been told by probably 200 people. Most people think law enforcement is involved. I've been told these certain people done it, and now I'm being told this girl works for law enforcement, which I don't know. Like I said, that there's rumors going around Lumberton, but I do know that something ain't right. But I'm fought, and I'm cried, and I'm prayed, and I ain't going to stop fighting for my daughter or for the other girls or for all the victims in Robinson County knows I will stand with them. I'll stand beside them until my last breath because Robinson County is one of the most corrupt counties that people's ever heard of before. People know something ain't right. It, everybody knows something ain't right with just these cases. When you have Three girls pop up dead and two missing in a five-month period right there in the very same area. That, that just don't happen in nobody's normal life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just don't even... I mean, it's just not no coincidence that, that, that this has happened when I don't know about Abby Patterson, but now I know the other four all knew each other. They all lived the same lifestyle, basically. Kristen, Rhonda, so, Megan, and Cynthia. Some, some people told me they, they think law enforcement done a prostitution thing that year. Hmm. This episode is brought to you in part by the lovely folks at Green Chef. 
Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company and meal plans include vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes with select organic ingredients. They've got plenty of meal plans to choose from every week, so you've always got clean ingredients you can trust that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. My wife and I are pescatarians and we're always looking for the freshest, most delicious ingredients possible when we cook, but we don't always have time to make that happen with our schedules. We just got our first boxes of Green Chef and I must say, I'm a huge fan in particular of the orange miso tofu with sauteed green beans, chard, and a ginger lime peanut sauce. I'm actually about to go make a batch now for dinner. But we've got an exclusive deal for Darkwater listeners. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. To try it out yourself, go to greenchef.com darkwater80 and use code darkwater80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Again, go to greenchef.com darkwater80 and use code darkwater80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. what that really means but I do know that I've never in my life heard of five girls popping up dead and missing like that within a five month period in fact no I'm wrong my son-in-law showed me a video I forgot what I think it was in Rocky Mountain North Carolina years ago there was a lot of black girls popped up dead just like these five girls, you know, popped up dead or missing. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. And Rocky Mount had a serial killer just killing all prostitutes. Yeah, I know a lot of people I have think, looked at similarities in this case. Mount. Yeah. I'm just about sure that's where Michael showed me that video was from. But Yeah, it was Rocky Mount, and a lot of people yeah. think there are similarities to the cases in Lumberton um, as far as perhaps it being a serial killer, but it seems like we've heard what you have from a lot of the community that they feel law enforcement could be involved as well. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's times that I feel like giving up. Mm-hmm. I haven't even had a normal life since this happened. I haven't dated no one. I can't concentrate on my own life or try and get justice for my youngin. But I had somebody call me this morning, a pastor, and um, told me that um, God told him my daughter's case, she would get justice as well as Megan and Christian. Now, he called me, this here man doesn't know me, I ain't never spoke to him or nothing, and he's a pastor. He told me these here cases would be solved. I certainly hope that's the case. And now, I am a believer that God works in mysterious ways, and uh, when a preacher tells me something like that, I trust in God, so mm-hmm. Adam there gave me a little bit of hope, but like I said, I have devoted my life now to just helping families like mine that want justice and need answers. Brett, 
I still to today don't even know when my child died. Her death certificate as April the eighteenth. My child didn't die on April the eighteenth. Yeah, obviously she was from the dead on that day, but she was killed that day. Mm-hmm. She was too decomposed for that. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, too. All three of these girls were found naked, which tells me one or two things. Somebody was hiding evidence real good, or someone was trying to make a statement by leaving their bodies like that, right? Yeah, I wondered about the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've read on these cases, I've studied them, I'm... I've prayed about it. I've cried about it. There's been times I've even screamed about it because I feel like every time I get a little bit of hope, something happens and knocks it back down, you know? Mm-hmm. But I know one thing. For this to be a triple case, a triple murder case, and then two girls missing, Wilmington law enforcement doesn't, Act like it's very important to be solved to them. I know that. Yeah, you think and, it would be on their radar, uh, even if they're not talking about it a lot. You hope behind <laughs> the scenes they're working on it. I know they, these girls were all, you know, drug users and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for Captain Parker to um, kill the media, that um, the two girls that was missing was not known drug addicts and prostitutes like the three deceased were, that that was the most unprofessional statement I think I had ever heard from a law enforcement official. But for him to have no more sympathy for these girls' families than to put their name in the mud like that right time they were found murdered, Mm-hmm. I have no respect for him. I mean, people get on Facebook, respect law enforcement. I respect law enforcement, but now he's one I don't have no respect for. None. For the simple fact about it, one thing, he lied in his statement, and I don't know why he lied, but Cynthia Jacobs and uh, Rhonda were very close, and everybody knows her her street name was Twister, and yes, she was also a known drug addict and prostitute, just like the other girls. Yeah, they definitely had that in common, and that investigative yes, captain. They did. Yes, uh, they did. That investigative captain, Terry Parker, you referenced, you know, we've reached out to him a couple of times and originally he was going to speak with us, but then he ended up saying that he was on medical leave and couldn't speak with us. Do you know if he was ever uh, on medical leave? I do not know nothing about that man. Hmm. I had just lost my child to murder and then to turn on the news and see him say that. About my dead child, like I said, I got no respect for him. I don't care if he was on medical leave at a few home either. I ain't being mean, but I don't. 
when it comes to my youngest breath, I raised all three of my kids as a single parent. We were very close. I don't care about our past, but nobody deserves what neither one of them girls got. In fact, I had had them got some information on Abby Patterson, and I messaged her mother, Miss Samantha, and I told her, I said, now listen, what I've heard is very hurtful. Are you sure you want to know? And um, she told me, she, she was like, Miss Sheila, it's probably nothing that she hadn't already heard before. Mm-hmm. So I told her, and she's heard the same thing. And I mean, if people's telling me and her the same thing, I don't understand how law enforcement can't dig a little deeper or do something to help find Abby because from what I've told, I know what I was told where she at. Now, I ain't saying that's where she's at, but somebody's told her mom the same thing. Now, would this be the, now, the area now, with the ponds? That, as far as Cynthia Jacobs. And very quickly, I'm Sheila, gonna, was it... Me, would this be the area with the ponds where they were searching yeah, for Abby originally? Yeah, okay. yeah. Off Alamac yeah. Road? in Alamac, yes, sir. Okay. As far as Twister, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Well, first, let me say this. Seems like law enforcement, I mean, Longton Police Department has a Facebook, and so does Robert Carey Sheriff's Department. I try to post these victims, you know, quite often myself, but I've got so many victims now in Robinson County. I can barely keep my victims list caught up, but seems like they would be posting these missing at least once a week. I mean, we do not have but uh, 19 people. Well, no, I think it's 20 missing now in Robinson County with James Fagan. Wow. But we all need to come together as a whole, whether it's my group, law enforcement, sheriff, and all, and start sharing these pictures and and try to help find some of these missing. I mean, as I was saying before, nobody's even putting up no flyers for Cynthia Jacobs. Nobody's really talking about her. It's like she just vanished. You know, she was here today, and oh well. So the, mem- no, the memory as well as the person. Not, oh well, she mm-hmm. was still somebody's family. Yeah. Find her, get, get information, and find out what happened to her. People don't just vanish, Brett. Absolutely, yeah. Something had to have happened there. But now here, where I live, all kinds of things happen, and nobody cares enough to help our families. That is why share the silent ain't stopping until somebody starts helping us get the answers we deserve. I'm glad to hear that, Sheila, now, and I hope you get those answers sooner than later. We had marched here in Lumpton on July the 18th, and then we marched in Fairmont last month, and we are fixing to do a yard sale next Saturday to actually not help the 
see our group tries to take something to a family once in a while and show them we, you know, support them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we are, are wanting to help some of the kids that's lost the parent to murder for Christmas. Yeah. So we are doing that this Saturday. And hopefully, I do know that Lumberton, Roland, and Fairmont have already canceled their Christmas parade. So we crossing our fingers and hoping Pembroke don't. But we are going to try to march one more time this year. We definitely, because of the virus, it's like cancel a lot of our big marches, like the Lumbee Homecoming every year in Pembroke is huge, but mm-hmm. it was canceled this year too. So we just been doing the best we could with this pandemic, you know, with this COVID thing. Yeah, good to be safe, but I understand the urge to still want to get your message out there. Yeah. Well, Sheila, I, I appreciate you. I wish the sheriff's department would get more involved with these girls as murderers, but it's a city matter, so. I know that's been their answer, yeah. Well, Yeah, it's a city matter, so there ain't much I can do about that. Just keep fighting and trying to get answers. And like I said, our group is really... Just keep trying to march and bring awareness to these missing and murdered victims. And hopefully the FBI, I pray to God, will try to up the reward on these girls as murders. And maybe, just maybe, by the grace of God, somebody might come forward. Because people know, Brett, and I guess that's what... Gives me the strength to keep going because I know people know what happened. People just are scared to talk. And you think a higher reward will help motivate people to come out? I'm praying it would. I mean, at least have the money to leave town. Mm -hmm. I don't have no other roads to turn right now but that one. I'm. I've done everything I know to do, and. I've never turned down an interview. I've talked to anybody who messages me or calls me. I've listened to anything they tell me about the murders. And then when I call the information to the police department and tell them what I've been told, well, it's just hearsay. It's just hearsay. It makes you wonder if yeah. they've listened to the people that maybe have come forward in the past about the cases. Yeah. I guess I just wish somebody would would come forth and give the law enforcement something to go on where they could break the case and, you know, find out what really did happen to these girls and why it happened. Agreed. I mean... I don't think these girls were killed for no reason. Mm-hmm. But then, too, what about Megan and Twister and Abby? Yeah. They're gone, and from what I was told, just Rhonda and Christian stole dope. So why is Megan and Twister and Abby gone then? See, they're at my point on that. Yeah, it makes you wonder how that would keep getting linked to those women as well, if they are, in fact, related. Yeah, yeah. yeah there certainly are more questions now, than answers. 
people has told me that Megan knew what happened to Ron and Kristen. That's what we were told in our but last interview as well, that she actually I, knew who was responsible. I don't, don't think that Megan, Twister, Abby, all knew, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Only the first few. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Ron Megan did, but I don't wish now. I've also heard that Twister knew who killed Megan. So it um may be like a like a train, you know, and one sees one and then they have to kill her and then the other one knows and they have to kill her and then accidentally this one finds out too and they have to kill her, you know. Yeah, kind of a vicious cycle. It's just yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I've heard three names and then everybody thinks law enforcement's behind it though, so I don't know what to think. I just know that Yeah, it's certainly very complicated. Hard to decide what you believe. Yeah. Well, I hope you get some answers sooner than later. Uh certainly deserved. Well, she yeah, think- I ain't going to stop trying. I I just seem like by now, you know, these cases would have been solved. Like I said, for it to be a triple murder case, they just, law enforcement don't act like, you know. Yeah, and that's what I meant when I said it was deserved, you know, that you would expect more communication from them, uh, at least as they're pursuing the answers. I, yeah. The last thing I heard was when I spoke to the one detective at Walmart and she was supposed to be questioning that certain person, which she's been telling me that for months and months. So I don't really put a lot of faith in that either. I really don't. Hmm. I've heard uh, we got some more people to question. We've got somebody else we're going to talk to. How long do it take y'all to question people? I mean, there um, can't be half of Robinson County involved. Hmm. Yeah, so a string of leads that aren't leading to anything as far as you know? Yeah, hmm. basically, yeah. Well, Sheila, I appreciate you giving your time to the podcast today, and I'm hoping we can speak more You're in the future. Well. And if there are any updates uh, on either end, hopefully we'll let each other know in due time. And I hope we get more answers in this coming year, maybe before. Yeah, I hope so too. All right, and thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate it. No, and thank you for your time. I hope it leaves us some answers, like I said. And Thank, thank you. You, en- you enjoy your evening. Uh, so there you have it. Sheila Jones, mother of victim Rhonda Jones, talking about issues we've been long discussing throughout the duration of this podcast. Uh, Some things of particular note, uh, the woman called S and that theory that we've gone over time and time again, that was referenced. Also, she said the detective told her, or one detective in the Lumberton Police Department told her that the man called O, who we've heard about in that mysterious email we received, as well as community tips, uh, helping the woman called S, going after Kristen and Rhonda. We're hearing that he's being questioned again, even though that theory was, from what we heard prior, debunked. So it's certainly confusing at this point, and we 
continue to go in circles with what we're hearing. And of course, that's due in part to no real evidence to go over than what we've already been told prior. And we just learned about the object in Megan's throat. That's really the only new revelation there. Uh, so there you have it. We'll be back with our final question and answer episode for season one. Don't forget to reach out to us at 919-307-9331 or darkwaterpod at gmail.com. Again, that's 919-307-9331 or darkwaterpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.